0: We have discussion here about an Otzutz knockoff. We said yesterday in terms of get that a Otzutz knockoff, we said if you write the get on the Otzutz itself, you're allowed to give the otzitz as a get to the isha because the otzitz itself is not considered mechubar the karka. The pot itself, the flower pot, is not considered mechubar the karka. If you write it on a uh, leaf of a plant that is planted in an otzitz of that has a hole in the bottom of it, so then really we said it's not a problem. Abaye said it's totally kosher. Uh, and you could just give it to her and it's not a problem and Rava said we're afraid maybe you're going to be yiktamit yeah, and if you yiktamit then it would be a problem if you pick it off of the plant then it would be a problem of ketzitzah in terms of dindaraisa at least with the event I mean then if you gave the entire plant it would not be a problem even according to Rava but he has this gizera. the Gemara takes the opportunity now to discuss a few other dinim related to this idea of a flower pot with a hole in it so says the Gemara so what if you have an interesting situation where Ruvain owns a flower pot with a hole in it, and Shimon owns the whatever is growing in it. Shimon owns the flower or the plant that's growing in it. And they want to sell one to the other. They're tired of having the situation where one owns the pot and one owns the plant. So they want to sell one to the other. So how can they do it? So it says the Gemara, So if the owner of the pot says, I'm going to sell my pot, to so the owner of the plant inside of it. So now, what is he actually selling? He's selling a flower pot. A flower pot, as we just said, it, the pot itself, even with a hole in it, makes no difference. The pot itself is not machobol a karka. And remember, there's different types of kinyonim that apply to karka as applies to metaltlin. By metalton, you do a kinyan Meshicha, you could do a kinyan Agba, Mesira sometimes, but by karka, you have to do a kinyon Chazaka, Kesef, star Chazaka. Those are three ways you could be kind of karka. So depending on what you're selling over here, whether you're selling metaltolin or whether you're selling karka is going to affect what type of kinyon you have to do. So here the person who owns the pot is selling the pot to the person who owns the plant. So that is selling a pot to metalton so it's a kenya meshicha. so when the owner of the plant does a meshicha on the pot he's kind of the pot. That's straightforward. Machar bala the Bala otzitz if it's the opposite the person is selling the plant. And the plant, because it's an otzitznok, of it has a hole in it, it's considered like that plant is mechubel karka. Okay? So if he's selling his mechubel karka plant to the person who owns the pot, so lo ikon So then you have to do regular Kenyan karka. You could do kesef, you could do shtar, or you could do over here, you could do a chazoka, which you dig a little bit in the plant or something like that, and that would be a chazoka on that. A'ad she'yachzik right. So that's one case where they're selling one to the other. So if you're selling a metalton, you do a Kenya metalton. If you're selling the plant, you have to do some sort of Kenyan kark. What about this case? Otzitz shall echod. What if it's all owned by one person? So the plant and the pot is owned by one person. And he wants to sell the whole thing to a second person. Umachon, the he wants to sell it to a second party. So now, how does he do the Kenyan? So the Gemara says it's interesting here. Hichsik vizrayim, if the purchaser goes ahead and does a Kinyin Chazaka on the plant. So he digs a little bit in the dirt of the plant. So Kona Otzitz, not only is he kind of the plant by doing the Kinyin Chazaka, he also is going to be kind of the flower pot. Why? Because this is what we call a Kinyin Agav. The kinyan agav means when you want to purchase from someone karka and mataltlin, So there's a special adaka that says, when you're kinyan, when you k- a kinyan on the karka, you can automatically be kinyan mataltlin. Even generally speaking, we say, even if they're in different places, even if they're not in the same place at all. But here, the Tzmamish one thing is for sure good. Shashinu, this is what we have in all of Shah's. <laughs> The chosem that are metalklum, which are considered the chosem that don't have any akhaiz on it, nickname im the chosen sheshamach can be kind of with a kinyunkarka, but kessu pistarba chhzaka. So if you make a chazaka on the dirt and the plant, you're automatically kind of the flower pot as well. However, hiksikba, if he does have sort of kinyin chazaka on the pot itself, whatever that would be, moves it around or something like that, af otsutz like his royal. So then he's kind of nothing. Because the pot, we just said, is a metalton. A metal cannot be kinder with a chazak. You need to have a meshikah or a or something like that. A ragba, And therefore, you've done no kinyin over here, not on the plant, because you didn't do a chazak on the plant. And the chazak or whatever it is that you did on the pot also does not work at all. And if you've done nothing, actually acts So we see another set of halachas, differences between the pot and between the plant that's growing in it, in terms of hilchas kinyin. Where else does this have enough afkamina? So, the classic afkamina is the next halacha, which is in terms of a pot with a hole in it that has plants growing in it in Eretz Yisrael. Does this have a din of Trumas and Meisros or not? So, says the Gemara. So, now, classically speaking, if you have an ositz nakuv, has a hole in the bottom of it, and you have you know, a tomato plant growing in it in Eretz Yisrael, that's considered growing in Eretz Yisrael, and it's chayven Trumas and Meisros. No debate. The other halacha, that's no debate, and I is going to say this in a second, is if you have a tomato plant growing in the dirt of Eretz Yisrael, right on the border with, let's say, the north, south, wherever it is, right on the border, and the plant itself is leaning out over the border, so the leaves and the stem of the plant is actually over the border of Eretz Yisrael into Chutzar, but the roots are in Eretz Israel. there's no question as we'll see in the a second, that that is you go bustle the Yanika, bustle the Shrisha, where the roots are, and if the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, it's considered a plant that's growing in Eretz Yisrael, it's with B'sermais. Okay. In this situation though, we're talking about the same situation, but it's in an Otzitz Nokov. So you have this tomato plant growing in this flower pot on the edge of the border between Chutz Eretz and Eretz Israel. So Generally speaking, if it was standing over Eretz Yisrael with the leaves and everything in Eretz Yisrael, it's chayven to But in this situation, the plant is leaning out over the flower pot into chutzlar. So how do you look at that? Maybe that's different. So nokvay arts, the whole is actually in Eretz Yisrael. So that's with the anika, the nutrients killer would be coming from. The So, by Amar, basa noi says, makes no difference. Just like if it's actually planted in the ground of Eretz Yisrael, it's considered Eretz Yisrael, even though the leaves are somewhere else, even though the plant and stem is somewhere else. So the same thing would be by an otzut of. You go where the hole is. If the hole is in Eretz Yisrael, or the opposite, if it was in, if in it's f- folding into Eretz Yisrael, you go where the hole is. Rava Amar, basso noi fei Rasa, Rava says this is a little bit different. If it was actually in the ground of Eretz Yisrael, you go of the unika. But since it's not actually in the ground of Eretz Yisrael, it's only virtually in the ground of Eretz Yisrael, then if the nof, the leaves and the stem, are actually leaning into Chutzar, says, Rav, in this case, we would talk say that it has a din of chutzarts and, and then, not the whole plant, but the part of the plant that is leaning into chutzarts would have a din of chutzarts. And any tomatoes that grew over chutzarts would have a din of chutzarts. Anything which grew over the pot would have a din of the pot. You split it up. It more But the the Machlaikis is not when it took root. Now, Rashi is very careful to say that when we talk about Ashrish taking root, we don't mean that the plant took root in the pot. We mean that the plant took root through the hole, down into the actual ground of Israel. Taking root in the pot is still the Machlechus Rav Keep Abayah. Ki pligi bidulei if it not, did not go through the hole, and it's just in the pot. Says and the And as the Mepharshim explained, we know this halacha. It's B'farshim halacha, many Mishnahis, and said this that you go, Basar, the shrushim, And wherever it grows, the roots of it, that's where it has the halacha. We're bringing this over here because there are a couple of Mishnahis, halachas and shas which seem to contradict that. We just want to make sense out of them. says says, B'ashashim halacha, there's no even if it took root. But tonight we have an interesting Mishnah. The Mishnah says in B'bam so this is Halach and Chesh and Mishpah. So if you have, Reuben and Shimon have uh, two pieces of land, and Reuben's land is above Shimon's land. Okay? So it's like a cliff, Reuben's on the top of the plateau, on top of the cliff, and Shimon is on the bottom of the cliff. So And from the side of the cliff, from the side wall of the cliff, is growing out a plant. So, the roots of that plant are in Ruvain, who's on top's dirt, because it's underneath Ruvain's land. But the plant itself is growing out over Shivan's airspace. So, who owns this plant? So, <laughs> Ruvain says all the fruits, vegetables, whatever it is, is considered like the top person's Ruvain's. You said it belongs to the bottom one. So, what are they arguing about? Are you going by the roots, which are in Reuven's land, or are you going by the stem and the leaves and the rest of the plant, which is in Shimon's land? So, we do see a machlokes of what do we focus on over here. So, enough. time over there. It's a different reason. It's a It's a different question. Really, in terms of Yanika, uh, in terms of. In terms of Dine, Trumas, and Mycenaeus, it always goes by where it's, the roots are, where it's getting its Unica from. Over here, it's a different issue. I'm Meir, Mayor, because the Mayor over there explained the Nebraisa. Over here, the person who owns the top of the cliff can say, since I own the dirt on top of the cliff and all the way down as far as I want to dig, I'm allowed to go ahead and dig. So obviously, wherever it's growing out of is my dirt. And if I wanted to, I could bring an excavator and get rid of all this dirt. So, of course, anything growing out of it is mine. And that was your mayor's ta'ina, Chesh Mishpat question. And Bihuda says, <laughs> and Bihuda." Mar Tachtoin, says, Ufer and Kan Yerik. And says, Look at the other way. The Shimon who's living on the bottom, he could bring fill, fill up his dirt, and cover over that side wall where the Yerik is growing out of. And therefore, it should be mine. So, it's a philosophical Chesh Mishpat question. It's not a question of where it's being yonik from. Everybody agrees it's being Yonik from Reuven's Cliff. The question is, does that make a difference? Because theoretically, Shimon says, I could fill all that dirt up, and then you'd have no plant anyway, so it becomes mud. Okay, so we have no machleikis in terms of, of Hilkos Trumus, and Mises. There's a separate machleikis in terms of Hilkos Chesh, and Mishma. Some of it, there's another brysum. I can bring you another who it seems to say that they do argue also, by V'yanika. Vatan we have a Bryce Elon miktsasiv Arts So it sounds like we have a tree that's growing on the border mamish, and part of the tree is in Eretz Yisrael, and part of the tree is in chutzsartz. So the brayser that Tanakama says, Tevel mu Do you have a problem? Every fruit you pick off the tree has a little bit din Eretz Yisrael and a little bit of and therefore you have to take two from mitnei you can't take trumis HaMaisas from this on something else or from something else on this, because this is a total suffering situation. So you do take trumis HaMaisas on all of it, and you can't add any of the fruits until you take Tchumus HaMaisas misaf. She'en Gom says, no. You just cut it in half. And whatever grew on the, let's say, the left side, which is growing in Eretz is Eretz Whatever grew on the right side, which is in Chutzlah, is Now, so my love, what are we talking about over here? What, what do we say? It's Miktsas. What does it mean, Miktsas? My love, beretz, we're talking about the mixtas over here. L'chayr, we're talking about where the roots are all in Eretz Yisrael. And part of the tree branches are in Chutzlaetz. And now we have the Rabbi says, even though the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, the branches are that are in Chutzarts, maybe it will be in Kutzarts. I'm sorry, M Shigum says the branches chutzarts the and chutzarts, the branches. And Rebbe seems to be saying even then it's all mixed up and it's so sort of big suffix. But you see they're not necessarily focusing on where the roots are. We don't seem to care where the roots are at all. So you see that this is different than we've been saying there always if the roots are in the dirt of it, you go by the roots here, we don't see that. Some of here we're talking about a case where the roots themselves were half growing in Eretz Yisrael and half growing in Chutz If the roots were growing in Eretz Yisrael only, then of course the entire tree be considered Eretz Yisrael. If the roots were growing in Chutzaretz and all the then the entire tree be considered Chutzaretz. That's no debate. The, the debate here is when it's growing half and half. Okay, so if it's growing in half and half, then the you're right. It's half and half. So what's the machleikus? My time at So, why does the B'shingam say that the part of Chutzarts is this, the part of Eretz Yisrael is that? If the roots are mixed, uh, both, then everything's nourishing from everything. It says, We're talking about a case where the roots are totally separated. There's a wall, right? There's one of those, like by the border by Aza now, right? There's this big cement wall under the ground, which goes 20 meters down, and the tree is growing on top of it. So the roots on the, on the Chutzlah side and the roots on the Eretz side have nothing to do with each other with each other whatsoever. And theoretically, if you want to like, slice the tree in half all the way up through the trunk or to the top, you could. You'd have two trees, one growing fully in Eretz Yisrael, one growing fully in Chutzlah, but you don't. So the roots are totally separate. So and therefore, if the roots are totally separate, says Rishonim Liel, then we're going to say that the roots in Chutz are nourishing the part of the trees of Chutz and the roots in Eretz all nourishing the parts of the tree of Chutz And therefore, there's no mixture over here. You just take the fruits from one side as one alacha, and the fruits from the other side is another alacha. Okay. So what does Rabbi hold? For my time, at the Rabbi, the Har Dri Arvi. Rabbi says that's true, and the roots they're separate. But once it gets to the trunk. Then all bets are off. It's all mixed up. B'mayim efegi marsera avira mebaldo. Let's say once it gets out of the roots, and it's going to be all mixed up together, and therefore you don't. You have no way of determining what is what, and therefore Revi says it's all suffolk No, if it grew separately, right? We generally know by trees, right? The trees, the roots of the tree follow where the branches are. Right, so if you have a branch that goes out 20 feet, that usually means you have a root somewhere underneath there that's going out basically at distance. So Zhegum Leo Svar does make somewhat sense, but Rabbi says, yeah, that makes sense that it grows there, but Lavdafka, does this particular nutrient only go to that particular branch? That's a little hard to say, necessarily. So this is Machlechus in, when the roots themselves are half an F. but everybody agrees that if the roots were all in Eretz Yisrael, or L'Chair, also all in Chutzlaretz, then that would be the halacha. the Machlechus we have here, Abayi Verova, is specifically by an Otzitz Do we look at it the same way or not? Abayi says, that it's going to be where also where the hole is, and Rabbi says no. By notsot stockuv, it's going to be more mekel because it's not getting that much nutrients tochera. Therefore, maybe where it's leaning over is going to have more of a it, and that's machlekes a bayverav. Back to our Mishnah. The Mishnah said a last halacha we had in the Mishnah was Yudim B'seriv. Yudhim B'seriv had said in the Mishnah on from base ain kaisv on the yarmachuk for leyala So You're not allowed to write a get on a piece of document that had already been written and erased once. The, the, as we explained, once you have a document that was erased, when it's a plain document, so then if you erase it with whatever they erased, you could tell. But once you erase it once, you can't tell if it's been erased a second time or a third time or a fourth time, and then you're going to be in trouble because you don't know, basically, if there was a tenai or something that was erased out of the get, and the get is not valid or, or, or not. He also said, though, der that would be the same halacha if you write it on diftera. What is diftura? And that's what the Gemara is going to come kind of explain over here. There are three types of leather. Now, there's actually a fourth. Rashi says which is already the finished product from the leather when it's made into cloth. Okay, so we're going to talk about three types of leather that are before it's a finished product called cloth. Cloth is one halacha, and there's three earlier stage halachas. And they are, one is called matzah, one is called chifor or haifa, and one is called diftura. That's the one of you that was talking about. What are these? So matzah, it, it's a borrowed term The Gemara says, kimashmo. It means like matzah, just like matza has no chametz in it, and it's un, un, unleavened, not touched. So also here, this leather that is called matzah is dolay melech, It's not cured with salt. Dolay kamech, There's no flour on it, so it's mamash matzah, right? It's no chametz on it. And with dolay you didn't put that gold juice that we discussed. Also, is not on it. So it's not being prepared at all. It's basically raw leather, and that's what it is. So lemay So. If you're telling me this, that means that some at this stage. What halachic nafkamina is there? Shabbos. The halacha by Shabbos is that you only chayv daraisa for carrying things outside if for different objects based on certain shiurim that makes it usable. If you carry out something that's not usable, depending on what the object is, you're not going to be chayv daraisa. So each type of object has a different shear in the Gemara and Shabbos. What that would be. So. If you take out a piece of leather that's in the matzah stage, it has to be usable. What size of this is usable? The So if you have a mishkal kitano, which is a small weight of some sort, and if it's a small weight and you want to just wrap it up, so, you wrap it up in this uncured leather, and that's still useful for that. It doesn't have to be like really soft or anything, and that would be good enough. Rabbi river, the river, the Pompadisa, it's like a certain measure of weight that they had in Pompadisa. So, if you have a piece of leather that's matzah, and you carry it out, and it's big enough to cover such a weight, then you'd be chav. If it's small enough, then not. Chipa, what is the chipa stage? Demaliach, that you cured it with salt, but veloikemiach veloikofitz, but you did not yet do the flour stage, and you didn't do the gall stage. So what is that good for? The myokasol also Shabas, What is the shear for it? Carrying on on Shabbos, the It's or kade lasis kemia. It's enough to make a kemia or to cover over a or something like that. Rashi, the took the is by kemia. It sounds like you're you're covering over the kemia. You're not necessarily writing on it, but you're covering over the kemia. So that would be that shear. It seems to be a little bit, I guess, a little bit smaller, maybe. Difter, this is the third stage, and this is the one we're focusing on in our Mishnah. Was the maliach who It was cured. And it had the flower put on it, but it did not have the offets. And then the coup there is, the offets makes it apparently like a bleach or something like that. It makes it like discolored and different than its original color. And at that stage, it makes it very easy to tell if something was erased. And that was the point. Okay, so if you did not do offits, it's only in the diphthera stage, you could actually erase something off this cloth. It's early stage. Cloth's not really called cloth, it's called R, and then you won't be able to tell. And that's why Rabbi Huda said in our Mishnah if you write a get on diphtera, you're gonna be it's not going to be good because it's erasable. So this difter is the v'loy office. So what do you do with this? You're not writing things on it. So shop you come the difter love get. You could use again according to Abanan. You could use difter to write a get. So that would be the share according to You can't use it to write a get either. So that wouldn't be necessarily share according to BeYuda. But according to Abanan at least it would. But we just use bringing this halacha here to define the word difter. Now it's definitely bigger than lots of The for it's twelve lines. I, I guess. I, I assume so. Yes, I assume so. But you're not using it for the other things. You know, it's, once it's prepared in this stage, you're not going to use it to wrap up something. No, things. So each so one it's is its small r- to big. Luchara, Okay, so we have a machoikis in the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda says that you're not allowed to write it on anything which has this erasable quality. The chamim are machshid. What's the machoikis? What's the issue over here? So that's the chamim. So why do the chamim say it's good? Rabbi Huda has a good time. If you can erase something in it and you don't know what's written in it, then how do you give the get? Maybe he put in there, it's a, she give me 100,000 shekel, and then he, she erases it and she can produce it as a get. So Rebbe el so said, it's Rebbe La- well, El-Ozer, different Rebbe el obviously. But he said, this is the sheet of Rebbe which we've had in the edem, Masira that we do not re- rely on the signatures in the Get. we rely on the edem who saw it being given over. And since you have to rely on the edem who saw it being given over, they will tell us what was in the Get." Okay, and if they will tell us, it doesn't matter if someone erases something in the get, because the aid will verbally tell us what was there and what tonight was. Very important Rashi, that should be the top Rashi over here. Rashi is a balazi, because this is the Rashi which explains the detailed sheet of our balazi over here. You actually do not have to have any signatures on a get whatsoever. the mystery of Rather, you have to have Edim who see it giving being given over. The Inuhu Those Edim who see it being given over are the one who makes the creases. According to a mayor, we said Eid Karti, it's the Edim who signed it. Now they're not making any creases at that stage when they sign it, as we explained. You still have to give it over. But if you give it over, then it's like those Edom who sign on it. That's their Meir Shita, the Meir's Shita, is, no. There's, there, say, there is no Edom signing on the star whatsoever. With the Arbana, We say it's a good idea to have them, but you don't have to have them. Rather, it's the Edom who see it. Now, we actually explain. If you hold you don't need Edom signing on a star. some Hechetes, you need Edom at all. Right, I understand the document has Adam like your Americans does Vikosov. But according to Balaza the Vikosav is not referring to the Adam signing on the Shtar, so it doesn't say anywhere in the parish that you need Adam at all. So what does that mean? The alkorchas be inon edim. You must have a some sort of edim. The alfin on erva daver It says yakum daver by dverim mamah We learn out the same halacha by daver shav and daver shav pachus You have to have edim. So according to Meir, the edim that sign on the get are the edim for the garrison Even though they didn't actually see the garrison they count towards that. But according to Belazid, you don't have Adim deraisa signing on it, so you must have other external edim who see it being given over. The hilchah says Rashi. I don't care if maybe someone will erase something or not. The Armand tzrich le One of the halakas we said about these Eidim asira is they have to be able to read the get before they see if you can give it over. They read it in front of them. Even vihaviv be'tenay in u'yade, they will know. According to Shmuelzer, says the asira ikker. According to Shmuelzer, says the edim asira ikker. Habali say when a woman comes to get married and produces, and we know she was married in the past, just so she produces a get tzrich le habiv edim and they will tell us, oh, I don't care what it says in the document. I'm telling you that there was a tonight. She had to give a 100,000 shekel until she can prove she gave it. It's not a kosher gift. Abel Reh Meir, Dammar and Edim Asira. Quentin Reh says, no, Edim Asira. It's only Edim Asira. It's only Edim Asira. When you're saying Edim in the document, She doesn't have to produce those Edim. She has to produce the document which has signatures on it, and then she has to be miskayem the either by or or she brings other witnesses who can testify that these signatures are legitimate signatures. But she does not have to produce the actual people who signed on it. And therefore, we have no idea if something changed or now. V'im yesh t'anai v'zaifu, luckily the other, no one's going to know. And therefore, actually, what the Gemara is saying is, the machlekes in our Mishnah, whether you're allowed to write a get on something that's erasable, depends if you hold like a mayor or a loser. If you hold like a mayor, and therefore we're relying on the document... That's what Bihudu says. You have to make sure it's something not erasable. So if it's erased, we can know and understand something happened over here. If you're possibly like a B'lazer, I don't care about the document per se. I care about the Ksav. But I don't care about the signatures. I'm relying on the adam who visually saw it and read the star verbally beforehand. Then we rely on them and everything's going to be good. And therefore, I don't care what's written in the document. And I don't care if it's erasable. So the on is actually a M'chelikes of B'lazer and a This is an interesting point. If you spend the time, when you're, in your free time, in your chazrin, the first 35-40 in the Masechta, we go back and forth in all these Mishnahs, so which ones are mayor, which ones are Belazar, which ones are Edi Hasid Mekarti, which ones are Edi Mesir which Mishnahs you can read both ways. And here we have a Mishnah, which seems to be, that's good for the from Yud and the Rabbanan is Edi Mesir or Edi So it's just somewhat inconsistent in a lot of these Mishnais to make sense of what sheet of the Mishnah is going with. And here we're saying that's actually the Machleikists. However, there are, some, there are some nekudas. So, since you're relying on the Adam's memory of a very small detail, now the fact that the Adam will remember that the Isha was divorced, that fine, we can rely on. But will the Adam remember a detail of how much money was in a tonight or something like that? So, then it only works if you do it relatively fast, Lialter. If it's more than 10 days later, then they will remember anything. And then if you produce this, so therefore you're going to have trouble. If you produce this type of get, which is on erasable paper, Okay? And, and you're going to be relying on Adam Asira that you have to produce, And the woman wants to get married, she has to be able to produce that. Now, she's not getting married necessarily within 10, ten days, but she has to be able to bring it to Besdin, and then Besdin can, can you know, put, a, put a document together which says exactly what it is and show that she is divorced and able to get remarried in the future. But she has to do that relatively quickly within 10 days. Dilma Avabet tonight Saifa. This is like a question of how long do Adam remember for? That's all separate. So we have in Sun Edjan, how long do Adam remember for? 60 years, whatever it is. But in terms of this little detail of the Tanai of the get, we have a machalikis here, whether it's only the first 10 days or forever. Would it have a call, Seems to be not. It seems to be not. Another point is Ela this idea that you can use erasable paper and rely on the Adam Asira to tell us. If there was a Tana, yes or no, is a din in gitin, where she's gonna get be married relatively quickly, probably anyways, and she wants to use it now to do what she needs to do to get married. Whether it's in the next sixty days, ninety days, she's gonna get married quickly. Al Bashar When someone buys a piece of karka or something like that, or a loan, and it's a thirty year loan, which means he's not gonna do anything with this document for the next thirty years. There's no way anybody's going to remember anything in 30 years. And therefore, in that case, you better make sure that all the details are written in a star in in a way that will not get erased. Right. the Pasik says in Yirmia, Kashpalko was telling Yermia he was giving him like a like a Nechama, go buy land, he said, because eventually everyone's gonna come back to Israel and you're gonna be able to, to be able to show this land is yours. And he said, and the Pasik he says, mm-hmm. you should roll them up and put them into some sort of clean. So they should stay for a long time. So you see, says this Tana, that a star mecher, a Shtar choshe star, has to be able to last for a long time. And if it does not be able to last for a long time, because in twenty years from now no one's going to remember what tonight was in this, if it got erased, then we're not going to rely on these days. The I feel is. That's not true. Even by a star. People remember. They remember the best that they remember. Oh, what does it mean? That's just—it's a smart idea to do it in the right way and not have to worry about this. But logically, you don't necessarily have to do this. There's over here, whether we that's going to be applicable or not. Let's start the mishnah. So who writes to get anybody? Amazing halacha. Even a kid, obviously children are not, generally speaking, not going to write Dvormship of Kedusha, etc. even a Shaita, is allowed to go ahead and write a get for the Isha. Not for his own wife, necessarily, but even for somebody else. doesn't matter. Also, her Isha, this is mission we quoted before. Isha can write her own get. She has to be makna to the husband. The husband has to own it. We'll see later on in the Sehta. He has to tell her to do it. She can't do it on her own. To make it lishmah, he has to be what we call Tzivu, Yabal. But so says she can write it. And then when, when he pays her the ksuba and he wants a receipt, he can write that receipt and then give it to her. That's the same thing also. get The kiam of the get is with the signatures. Again, this sounds like it's going under a mayor now, switching back to a mayor. And if I don't really care who writes it. The writing does not seem to be integral to me, it seems to be focusing on the signatures. We'll see in the tomorrow exactly how this works out, and which whether this is going in sheet to mayor or whether this is going in sheet to us or Balas. Okay.